I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View. It's Thursday, and I'm here with Sonny Hostin. This is Behind the Table. Hi, Sonny. Hi, Brian. Moments after the show ended, uh, what would you think of today's show? It's a little wild and wacky. <laughs> I mean, it was chaotic again. Yeah. But it was real talk, and I think that's what makes us so special. You know, That's a word for it, special. It, it I makes think that's us right. special. Yeah. We're, we're, we're off the cuff. Uh, we're, <laughs> you know, we don't know what topic is coming next. You don't know if Joy Behar is going to ask you if you fake orgasms. Like, yeah. You just don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah, you so... roll with the punches, though. <laughs> I, I, I respect that. You all do. There's really, uh, listen, it is unfiltered and... Uh, that's the show we do. Yes. I, I definitely didn't see that one coming today. <laughs> I, I didn't either. <laughs> yeah. Well, here we are. All right. Well, moving on to other things. Uh, you know, we've established many times on the show, on this podcast even, that you are someone who is risk averse. Very. However, your children are not, which brings us to a troubling text I got from you the other night. Something really scary know, happened. Tell us I about know. what happened to Gabriel. It was so hard for me to send that text because I was deciding whether or not I was going to be driving to Cambridge right then and there. We get a call. Actually, he, he was Manny got the call first, and uh, Gabriel loves to get around Cambridge on his electric uh, skateboard. And it's actually not unusual. A lot of the kids use those or they use bikes. He likes a skateboard, uh, and he got hit by a car. Oh, man. And he flew over the hood of the car, and because he was not wearing the helmet that I bought for him, the only way to kind of protect his head was to land on his right shoulder, which he dislocated and we believe oh. is somewhat fractured. One thing that I just found out that I didn't tell you was that uh, the woman who hit him was so shocked. Uh, she was in shock and she got out of the car and she was crying and she was shaking. And, you know, my son is pretty big. He's about six yeah. two. And uh, she was a sh very short woman. And apparently the police report says he enveloped her in, with one of his with his good arm and said, don't worry, I'm going to be OK. Oh, what a sweet guy. So he's like making some the person that hit him. Yeah. <laughs> feel better by saying he's going to be okay but we we he he isn't okay he's in a lot of pain uh he doesn't really believe in pharma pharmaceuticals so he's taking um turmeric supplements i'm trying to get him hmm. to take um at least advil thing. pain yeah so he'll have a we think sling on for four to six weeks ah poor kid and and yeah. i understand why the woman was traumatized too i actually think it's almost <sighs> as traumatic if not more yes. so to to be the one that that connects yes really. and he's he he flies around on that thing and they're very fast they right. go like 35 40 maybe even faster than that um and he i bought him a really cool helmet okay it wasn't like a corny <laughs> helmet because he was like i don't want to wear a corny helmet i you know like in those scary movies when the guys are like on bikes and stuff yeah they've got those cool helmets and some of them have visors and some of them don't skulls and on the them, maybe, skulls or, yeah. and you know that uh -huh. those are the bad guys right that's the kind of helmet I bought him. Yeah. And he didn't use it. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. Of course, I, I think you should wear a helmet, but I, I get it at the same time. Yes. Don't you wear a helmet all the time, Brian? Oh, of course I do. Did um, 
I will say this. I've never been on an electric skateboard without a helmet. Okay. Right. I've okay. also never been on an electric skateboard. <laughs> the uh, So, okay. So, th- initially, he kind of didn't really tell you the whole thing. He about, didn't tell yeah. me the whole thing because I was like, is your head, you know, for me as a mom, I'm yeah. thinking, is his head okay? Is his head okay? Is it? Because that's everything. Right. And um, is he, you know, how bad is this? And he, he'd rather speak to his dad first. And so my husband sends me a text message, did Gabriel call you? I was like, no, why? And he's like, let me talk to you when I get home. I knew immediately that was not good. Yeah. And uh, I called him and he didn't pick up. And I knew also that is not good because he picks up mommy's calls all the time, (laughs) as you know, as you've seen. And um, as it turned out, they were deciding whether or not to take him to urgent care or to take him to Mass General. Now, had he broken bones earlier in his life? He's an athlete. I figured that he's an athlete. So he had uh, a a near torn hamstring when he was playing football. He's broken his wrist Mm -hmm. uh, playing football. But he he did say that uh, and now he's much more of a swimmer and scuba diver. He said it's he called me this morning and he said, Mom, it really hurts. So, you know. That's why you you got poor you and Robin get a text that I I don't even know what it was saying I what it said I think it said something like you I, might not be there you <laughs> hit by a car I mean I was yeah like I was like my son got hit by a car I may not come in tomorrow but yeah. if, but if he's okay I'll, I'll be there bye yeah and that was fine with me of course <laughs> oh so scary that was a bad email I'm sorry no it's fine it's fine <laughs> we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Woodward and Bernstein. Pen and paper. Wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash view, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash view. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. Well, speaking of your kids, a uh, uh, hot topic this week was whether parents should treat their kids like their friends. And um, I think we've got a little bit of an insight here. Yeah. You, you stated your firm stance that you do not want to be your child's friend. No, I don't. Do you see that changing as they get older? No, I don't. And it's interesting because Whoopi and I were really at odds about this. And, and she kept on saying, well, as your kids get older, uh, you know, you get closer. I mean, her daughter's 50. I'm 55. Mm-hmm. And my daughter's, my mother's older than she is. Right. And we have, there's a hierarchy there. You have one mother. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of friends. And I think Michelle Obama really said it best in the sense that when you have to parent someone who thinks they are your best friend, that makes it really tough. So they need to know, I love you. I have... I respect you. I have your best interests at heart. But guess what? I'm not one of your little friends. Right. I'm your mother. And what I say goes. And and that doesn't necessarily change. My mother has lived with me, not right directly in my house, but like in a garage across the, the driveway, I guess. And literally, she's in my house every day drinking coffee. I don't know why. Because <laughs> she has a coffee machine in her house. But and and the she other wants your company. she wants company. And when I walk in, though, she goes, ah, you scared me. Why am I scaring you? I live here. You're in my house. <laughs> and I don't say that to her, though, no. because she's my mother. If she were my friend, I would be like, get out of my house and stop screaming. Well, if you're lucky enough, you get to live to an age where you start to be the parent to your parents. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. But um, there's and my father and I are. Very close. He lived with me for three years. There are certain things that I will not say or do in front of my father. He's my father, although we are friends. Right, you're friendly. But the father (laughs) thing comes first and the mother thing comes first. And, you know, people may agree or disagree. My children and I are very close. They tell me everything. They come to me for everything. There's not a day that goes by that they don't say, I love you. I love you, Mostis. I love you. But they know mom is not going to mess around if they bring a D home. 
Right. Or if they're late to school, which I'm dealing with now. Or if they don't wear their helmet. Or if they don't wear their helmet. Mm-hmm. You know, he hasn't gotten the speech yet because he he's hurting. Yeah. But the speech is on the way. Sure. I, uh, I told you a little bit about the story, but I was in a, a bad car accident my senior year of yes. high school. I was going to the senior Halloween dance. I was <laughs> dressed as a sheep because my date was Little Bo Peep. I like that. Yeah, sure. It was a good costume. And... <laughs> So I it was, it was a serious accident. I shattered my femur. I oh. had pins in my ankles. Oh, that's I was right. really you did banged tell up. Me that. And uh, my mother, very concerned, of course. But when she came into the uh, the hospital room, the first thing she yelled at me was, "I know you were wearing those sheep feet, and not your <laughs> shoes, when you were driving, weren't you?" And which I've never admitted or, or uh, to this day. But that was her reaction. So yeah, yeah it, that's the mom thing. Because it's the mom thing. Yeah. Um, the other thing we were talking about today was Cindy Crawford yes. and about how she was saying that when you're young, you're willing to kind of mold yourself for a relationship. Yes. And you admitted to, A, being willing to do that for Richard Gere. It's Richard Gere. Sure. And B, um, that he you did it with good. Manny. I did. You know, Manny is a, a very faithful Catholic. I am too, but he is much more of a, a conservative Catholic mm-hmm. than I am in many respects. He goes to church every Sunday dressed in a suit, and he still does that. Um, and so I met him in church. Right. And so that I continued going every Sunday, too. And then several years into the marriage, <laughs> I'm tired of getting up early because our church is in Harlem, and we live in Westchester, and it's an hour drive, and we have little kids, and we're dragging them and getting them up, yeah. and I'm doing most of the work. So once my kids got through the baptism and the commute, first communion and the confirmation, I don't always go on Sunday. <gasps> and he's like, but you always go to church on Sunday. We've been in church. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm a little finished with going every Sunday. I want to just have a cup of tea and read the New York Times. Sure. And a lot of it is I've done my job as a Catholic mother. They're good. Their souls are going to heaven, mm-hmm. I hope. I pray. And, um, you know, COVID changed it, too, because you could you could do a Zoom church. Right. Why can't I still do Zoom church? I like Zoom church. Were there any surprises for you on the other end? Did Manny, was Manny always exactly how he initially uh, presented yes. himself? Yes. He's he's the same dude. Yeah, my wife's the same person. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's the same dude. He He's he's funnier than I thought he was. Well, that's uh, a good thing. Yeah, he's funnier. And uh, he's, he's uh, easy... He's an easy laugher. It's it's. I love an easy he, laugher. He's an easy laugher. I say things and it, and it just cuts him up, and I don't even think I'm saying anything funny. The best laugher. That's what I love about Sarah Haynes. I can make any <laughs> joke, she will laugh for 20 minutes. It's, I'm like, that wasn't that funny, but it's great. Yeah. She's, she's sincere. Easy, easy laugher. Easy laughers are the best. I like it. Um, we were uh, also talking today, we're going through all the topics, the wedding registry topic from today. Yes. Now, you said you're a money giver. I am. Yeah, which I, I respect and appreciate. Well, weddings are expensive, and I, you know, I had a wedding, and it was an expensive wedding. And my wedding, I re- 25 years ago, but I f- believe we spent like $150 a plate or something like that. Yeah. That's a, it's a lot of money. And today, it's probably more, 250 a plate. Yeah. And so I always feel the need to give at least the amount that the, my plate costs. I know that sounds weird. There's probably some etiquette rule that I'm breaking. But if I think this this couple spent a lot of money on this wedding or need money, then I tend to, I am in the, the 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 group that gives the the 
$500. It's definitely a cultural thing. My wife's from the South, and yes. when we got married, everyone on my side gave cash. Yes. Because I'm Italian from Long Island, <laughs> and, yeah, and everyone on her side um, came from either the registry or their oh, own their own, their gifts. own gifts that they came up with on their own, and some were very sweet, but also, oh. I don't know where we're putting these things and these trays and these bowls. Yeah, I and, don't believe, I don't remember if I registered. I don't think I did, but I did get the little cash bag yeah, the that, boost the bri- bag. The, yeah. that the bride carries around and right. it was stuffed yeah. and on our honeymoon one of the uh, I'll admit it one of the first things we did was we started opening up the checks and cash that Manny's parents who were both doctors their doctor partners gave us mm-hmm. we were like astonished I felt like all the money paid for the wedding I'm impressed you made it to the honeymoon I was doing it in the bathroom at the wedding I was like oh hey what do we got here um, no that was a highlight for me and then uh, we talked to Anna Navarro a little controversy here because okay. um, she did not uh, get a thank you note for, uh, she did not send thank you notes to either Joy or to you and Joy was needling her about it and then the revelation <laughs> that you also did not receive a thank you note that, so that did not happen no I did not get one and I got her a very expensive gift mm-hmm did she and verbally say thank you? No. Did she? No. So no acknowledgement. It was as, as if maybe I didn't give her a gift. Oh, so then you and wonder then, maybe she didn't get it. And then I was it. like, maybe she didn't get the gift. But then how do you like say, hey, did you get my gift? Right. Because if they did get the gift, then the poor etiquette is on them for not thanking you. So I just, for all these years, I've just ignored it. I think it's been five years. Yeah. Well, I, now it's out there. That's it, part of the joy of yeah, the show. She just, but you know what? I'm not a great thank you card person either. Mm-hmm. I know you and Robin gave my um, daughter a lot of money for her Sweet 16, and I got her all this personalized stationery uh, that I just found in our attic. Well. <laughs> so I haven't done such a great job with teaching my children think, about that. I think so. that's okay. Kids kids are, you give a passport. Anna got married a couple years ago, so it's a little bit. I don't know. Robin's son sent me, yeah. uh, gave him a gift for his bar mitzvah. He sent me one too. he sent me a thank you card. She's yeah. raising him right. Yeah. No, no. He was good like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, Ro- and uh, Anna's wedding was an event. I mean, uh, so, you know. An event with yeah. a lot of celebrities. You and, think they, and, do you think like Ava Longoria got a thank you card and you didn't? I don't, I don't think she got one either. Okay. I don't think, I don't think Mitt Romney got one. What but about Gloria Estefan? I don't think she got one. Wow. I don't All think right. she gave him out. Okay. So that, that's the big, uh, I think that's but the big you, question. But you know what? I'm going to ask her. I think every time we have one of those people on the show, we need to ask them, by the way, did you get a thank you card I, for I your gift? Know, for, I want to know. Yeah. I mean, are we her co-host not important enough to get a thank you card exactly i'll feel better about it if if like gloria estefan didn't get one and 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 can we say what she which the the note that she gave us both a shared note today (laughs) on air it said thank you bitches (laughs) well it was sincere (laughs) so there's that that was the thank you note that we got on air today all right well she's on the podcast tomorrow so we'll talk about that a little bit some more uh, so the uh, other thing that's been a thread this week with, uh, on the podcast, we kind of, okay. you know, we did blurting last week, thanks to you, and, <laughs> and then Whoopi was blurting. And then we it's turned into a conversation about last names. So oh, Sarah, okay. Alyssa, and Joy this week all talked about why they did or didn't take their husband's last name. Oh, none of them did. Uh, well, Sarah did not. Joy has her ex-husband's last name. That's still, Oh, that's right. Which is interesting. That's right. And Alyssa hyphenated. Now, okay. You took Manny's last name, but you also kept yours. So I did. Tell me about why that was important. To well, you. it was important to him, and I actually thought it was chauvinistic. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and his argument was, the kids will have my last name. And so how are we a family when, let's say, we go to church, there goes the church thing again, or we go to open school night and they're like the Hostin family, but it's not right. really just the Hostin family because it's your last name is Cummings. It was my maiden name was Beza Cummings because my mom is Puerto Rican. So it's Besa Cummings. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was ridiculous. I was a fully formed person when we got married. I was 30. I had bar admissions. My law degree was in my maiden name. I, I just, I thought it was absurd. We argued about it, or I shall say discussed it, for a couple weeks, and it ultimately was more important to him than it was to me. Um, And I decided to go the Hillary Rodham Clinton route. Sure. But what I did do is, so I'm, my real name is Asuncion Cummings Hostin, that's how Mm -hmm. I sign everything, but Paloma's middle name is Cummings as well. So it's Paloma Cummings Hostin, Asuncion Cummings Hostin, Gabriel Cummings Hostin and Emmanuel Hostin. Okay, so there you go. So you, so, you gave in. So he's, well, I don't know. He's the only one that doesn't have Cummings. All right, so, the, you know, so actually you match the kids and he doesn't. All right, so that's a nice little, you lawyered that. I did. Uh, yeah, I did. that's pretty good. So I, I, I kind of won that. Yeah. I, you know, I felt the same way. It was important to me to have my wife why? take my last name. And I don't want my daughters to give up my last name. So but why? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I agree. It's such a it's macho a, thing. It's a macho thing. Like she's know. mine now. Yeah, and and I mean she belongs to me. That's pretty much. She's a, a hostage. In, I think in, that was stupid. I don't know if it's just tradition <laughs> or it's because I always just imagined it would happen. I don't know. I, I, don't I agree. Know. It is definitely kind of backwards. But and I'm such a traditionalist, mm-hmm. so he just assumed it. Right. But I was too fully formed by then. I wasn't 21. I was 30. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation, and I wonder as as. Times move forward if it's going to become less and less common. I think it is already a little bit. It but. is. It is less common. Yeah. People, people are fine with it. But I just I don't want to be I, I do like the fact that when we present as a family, everyone has the same last name. Except for me. Well, yeah, except for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Yes. And uh, one more show this week and a lot of fun tomorrow. Oh, Friday. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye bye. People who disappear without a trace. Where is she? The most notorious murder cases in New York. Pure evil. And the most devious killers. There's a Hannibal Lecter feel to him. For chilling true crime stories, follow the True Crime NYC podcast wherever you listen.